Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Live Reality Game Show's podcast. I'm your host, Lee. Today, we are going over the first all-star season of Survivor Syracuse Heroes vs. Villains. Joining me today are some of the cast members from that season. With me is season one runner-up and season four contestant Jake, or as he's well known as Snake Nebrahim, as well as season three winner and season four first boot, we are all sad, Lydia. How are you both doing? Pretty good. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Also to say happy holidays to everyone. It's the day after Christmas, especially thanks to you two joining me on these busy times. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, we might be joined by Madison. I hear she could be busy, so if she shows up in the middle, she'll be here, hopefully. So I think we should start off with what made you two want to play again? Um, I thought about, people have asked me this like a lot of times, actually, because they're like, oh, like you already won, like why would you play again? But playing Survivor, like even in a college setting, was like one of the most exciting things I've ever done. And I get bored really, really easily. Um, so when I was like asked if I, cause I like said I was interested in playing again, but I never expected to be seriously asked um, to play in another season because I already, I didn't think anyone would want to play with me. Um, but I said, yes, because I didn't think I'd get another opportunity to play College Survivor. And again, it was just like so much fun having played in the first place. Yeah, I think it's kind of similar to that. I mean, I obviously got to the end of season one, so it was a big, I think, kind of scary thing to jump back into another season. I was just super nervous about having a worse experience than the first time because I got really far the first time. I won immunities. I found idols. I made a ton of really good friends. So I was nervous about, you know, ruining this great experience that I had by coming back again but at the time, I mean I was one of the first people who played I am a survivor super fan I don't think I could have really said no and also this season uh, for me was my uh, last semester as a senior at Syracuse so it was my last hurrah the last opportunity I would ever get to play um, so it, it was pretty hard for me to turn down even though I definitely you know was like oh do I want to you know go out on maybe a sour note um, but I decided I'd take the risk and I, I, I definitely wanted to play again yeah we're always excited to see play players return, no matter what form of Survivor, whether it be actual, college, other forms. Whenever it's an all-star cast, everyone gets excited for, especially with a theme of heroes versus villains. Now, to my knowledge, neither of you knew the theme prior to the season starting. So were there any like speculations on what it could be? Um, so I was fully under the impression it was going to be some sort of fans versus favorites kind of thing because they did the casting for our senior the all or for our senior, season four the all star season and season five, um, which I, I don't know if it's been revealed. I feel like I can say it. They were filmed at the same time, which is kind of bizarre. Um, so there was a newbie season going on simultaneously to our all star season. Um, so I knew that like my friends were being cast on that season. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll get to like play with some people I know who are newbies and you know who I can kind of take under my wing a little bit more. Um, and then I don't know. I just kind of was thinking, okay, I don't know if there's enough people who are going to want to come back for an all star season. I had heard from Ava a while ago that Luke didn't want any winners to come back so I kind of I didn't think Lydia would be back but I was you know excited about the possibility of her coming back um and you know just the the feeling that first day when I looked up and saw that it was all returning players um, 
um, way, way better than the, the fans were still thing. So it was cool having everybody have the second chance. Yeah, um, I would say that Sabrina and I um, like talked about it a lot, like before, I feel like before season three was even done, like what we thought they were gonna do to like send Luke off like with a great hurrah or whatever. Um, and we did like guess, um, before we like knew that like maybe it was gonna be heroes versus villains and we like did all the casting ourselves of everybody we knew um, like that we'd played with and we'd seen. And then we also, I also thought it was like a possibility after I was asked back, I was like, that's so weird. Like that doesn't make any sense. Maybe they're changing it. And I thought it'd be super cool. It was like a season where like Austin and I, for example, were the only two returner players and we were like team captains and picked like all new people. Um, and I also thought it was possible that there was like one other thing I thought it was, it could possibly be, but now I'm not even remembering what I thought it might be. Oh, I also thought it was like, maybe we were doing something special and like collaborating with like a different college survivor org. Um, Cause I, I just like, remember all of a sudden there were like weird, not like weird communications, but all of a sudden like other orgs like seemed to be coming up in conversation more and more. Survivor Syracuse versus Survivor Maryland season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We would love that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Put that in the works. Yes. <laughs> so, Lydia, you just came off of a win in season three. What was the gap between winning season three and then getting on season four? Was it? Oh, probably like a month and a half because it was only supposed to be like winter break. Um, and then, or I think we finished right before. I don't know, maybe we finished right before Thanksgiving, season three. Um, and then we like didn't technically go back to campus. We went online for after Thanksgiving because it was like the first real COVID semester back at school. Um, and then like we had break and then break was pushed again. So probably like a good month and a half, almost two months, um, just by circumstance. Wow, that's really quick. So once you guys figured out that it was an all All-Stars cast, you get to see everyone. Were there anyone you were like surprised to see, shocked to see, happy to see, disappointed to see? I was, so I, they didn't show, they showed the other group showing up. They didn't show my group walking up. I was the second person to get there. And the first person I saw was um, Cam, who was the first boot on my season. Um, and I was, I was super pumped to see her because I knew she, she, she likes the game and she kind of just, you know, got off on the wrong foot on season one. Um, but I was, you know, scared to see Hannah. <laughs> I think everybody there was afraid to see Hannah, but also excited to see Hannah because I knew how much it meant to her. Um, I was excited to see Lydia. I was excited to see basically any big threats. So seeing people like Lydia, Austin, uh, Madison, even Jack, like just people who I knew I could kind of hide behind and that I wouldn't be just the biggest strategic threat right out of the gate um, was the people I was most excited to see. Yeah, I would say the there was like one person i was super super surprised to see and that was kevin um just because yeah, like yeah. during season three he like he was like a roller coaster um like in terms of like wanting to play not wanting to play um he almost like dropped out like in the middle of the season because it just got so intense um and like he said that he would like never play again he wasn't gonna play um and then all of a sudden like to find out that he's not only playing but like he's on my tribe that was like the the biggest gag of the of the whole episode yeah for me 
Yeah, and with those tribes, we got two villains here. Were any of you surprised you were villains? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Anyone you were surprised that wasn't a villain or villains that should have been on the heroes? Because there was a lot of talk of how how is Abby a hero? How is Holly? Uh, no, how is Abby a villain? How is Holly a hero? Yeah, I think Abby was the biggest shock for me. Um, and I know at the time, even she was just like, why am I on this tribe? Um, and I think it was a numbers thing mostly. But other than that, I feel like everybody fit it kind of well. A lot of the I, people have pointed out, I think the villains were a lot of the people who just kind of came in and played hard and like are, were the bigger personalities for the most part. And we have a lot of sort of second chance type people on the heroes. And, you know, I think it'll be interesting as the season plays out to see how people play into those roles and go against those roles and things like that. Yeah, I disagree about Abby, like my perception of her, because season two had just finished. So that was like my first impression mm -hmm. of her. I like was in no way surprised to see her on the villains tribe as opposed to heroes just by association or like yeah. some of the other things that had happened. And then also because season three had just ended and all of that, like, was still really fresh. I like wasn't surprised for myself to be on the villains tribe, but like a lot of it is just like the way you frame it. Like I feel like if you were supporting like my alliance and you'd be like, oh yeah, they're the heroes. What the heck? Like how is Holly, for example, like on the heroes tribe? Um, but like, especially because the season hadn't come out yet, like we didn't know what kind of edits we were going to be getting um, and so on. So I was, I don't necessarily disagree with it. I just like think it could have gone either way like you could have put like me and Madison on heroes instead and then like Holly and Cassie and it could have gone a lot of ways um but other than that I didn't really have any like disagreements with like how how the tribes were divided yeah we can we saw this season how a season that hasn't been aired yet can help certain people and hurt a lot of people we'll get into that later on so yeah, tribe confusion. We see that the biggest uh, shock of the season, Summer's not in the cast. Why was she in the group? Was that just a guy? She's on like, production. Oh, she was just like a fake out kind of person. <laughs> yeah. And so once the tribes are divided, everyone, they get their confusion done. They're happy to see who they are very much. I mean, I saw it as game players versus friendship. And... <laughs> <laughs> not gonna say much you kind of proved my point the so far they've proved my point so we get to the challenge and everyone's being given clues and hints to random items just anything and team who brings back the most earns the most points win simple survivor scavenger hunt we've seen it starts off well all the easy stuff is found and then we get to the medium and we get a whole issue with madison's card so apparently she didn't get two of the items, but people were supposed to get the items for her and didn't give it. Can I? Can we have more info on what happened with that card? She didn't text us. <laughs> she claimed she did. And in our big season four group chat, she's like, I'm hunting down my receipts. I and I wanted her here because I want to call her out because I, I'm dying to see the receipts, Madison. But Paul Levine went back to the villain's group chat and screen recorded the whole thing. Nothing. She'd never texted us about it. <laughs> All of us walked past those no. items. She did not tell us. So she says it's not on her. I'm. I don't know who it's on then. The true reason why she's not here. <laughs> it's not because she has a busy life. It's because she doesn't want to face facts. Love you, Madison. And well, all the stuff happens. Everyone gets their items. Were there any items where you're like, 
how is that the clue? Because I know you and Holly were like, how does a shovel fit this when ice cream fits it perfectly? Both both of ours. It was like the one clue was a, a tool. It was like musical and then tool. So we both got a guitar pick. And then he's like, oh, you should have brought the actual instrument. And I was kind of like, how is that a tool? Like, this is a tool for an instrument. And the other one, obviously, the um, the ice cream, Double. I think also should have counted. And then I know Lydia, right away, you figured out one of the toughest clues, which gave us a leg up. Which the, one? Uh, the Edison one, I remember no, you were the no, one. No, that was Gabby. Just kidding, that was Gabby. Gabby figured it out. <laughs> Give credit where credit is Gabby figured that one out. The one that made me, like, upset, um, <laughs> was the there was like a it was like a gyro like the like the, oh, the here. yeah and it was just meant to be like a sweatshirt or something with like greek letters on it and i just like <laughs> i i feel like that might have been like on not necessarily my card but like mine or jack's or hannah's because that's who i was like with finding things with and that one like i was like what the heck <laughs> yeah, yeah that but was, we sent uh, the clues, but it's, it's not on you guys <laughs> yeah yeah were there any strategy in what to pick was it more like okay i'm not that smart i'll take the easy or this person's taking medium maybe i'll be in that group because i want to work with them was there any of that thought going around for me there definitely was like i'm a i'm a little bit type a a little bit of a control freak so i figured i was probably going to end up volunteering to do like the hard ones anyways um because that's just that's the way i am um but i also wanted to be careful about who got to go different places with each other. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be seen with the season three people um, on my tribe. So I couldn't volunteer to do something with them. And there were like other people I didn't want um, like season two people, for example, to be able to go off by themselves either. So I didn't want like Jack and Hannah to be able to go off and then like say Abby was on their, in their group or something like that. Yeah, I wish yeah, I could say my process was as strategic as that because it definitely was not. <laughs> I was just kind of like, oh my God, I can't screw up the first challenge again because I really screwed up the first challenge in season one. So I was like, I we basically, I remember we talked about like people who had cars. So we tried to get one person with a car in each of the group at least. Um, and I, I don't even know what happened. I don't know why I did this, but I got my like medium clue because I was like, I just kind of want to be in the middle. I, my whole thing in the beginning was I don't want anyone to look at me. Just I'm, I'm here. I'm going to vote with you if you want. I'm just chilling. Um, but I took my card and just like ran off by myself, which was dumb. Um, and I don't know why I did that. I should have gone with a group, but I just kind of was so nervous that I just was not thinking straight at the beginning. So I, that's very smart. I probably should have thought about things like that, but I did not. I just kind of ran. <laughs> Yeah, and with that, we the hero, the heroes won and the villains lost, so automatically we're losing somebody good. Yeah, we were, I was I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm wearing blue, but I'm just gonna make that I, I'm team villain because most of my favorites are on that tribe. So immediately after that, we kind of get this hint of the past coming back to haunt you, in more ways than one, specifically around the season three people. But we'll get to that. Um, during the scavenger hunt, there was an advantage clue given out to where Eli got it, the heroes and villains advantage, which was ultimately the, kind of a demise of somebody here, <laughs> maybe. And the constant talk of the hero is, you can see the massive difference between the two tribes, because the heroes are talking about, who can I align with? Everyone seems nice. I want to work with everyone. While the villains are like, who can I use to get further in the game? 
Everyone's like saying, oh, Austin's great. Yeah, he won, but he's great. Carl, great. And there's a lot of talk around Holly. And it's nothing more vocal than when Jason goes off on Holly saying how she's a backstabber. How is she a hero? Madison is like the nicest person ever. And it's just a very much a Holly hate campaign. What was like, I know you. this had nothing to do with you guys, but what was it like seeing that, especially for you, Lydia, since you have experience playing with Holly? Um, I guess, like, I wasn't surprised. Um, and, like, watching it back, I wasn't surprised that's what happened. And, you know, like, you also hear about it, too, even while the game is going on, because you do know people on the other tribe as well. So maybe, like somebody like Carl, for example, would like say something to me about what's going on because it doesn't really affect me at that point in time anyways. Um, so it was interesting. And for the brief period of time I wasn't, like if I heard about like Holly slander going on, I was probably gonna encourage it just in the context of like, if I was gonna wanna like do a villains thing or like work with Kevin or Paul in the future, like getting rid of the RA like the potential RA threat earlier on, like on the other side would be better for me. Yeah, and I felt like, no, you're good. That first week, I felt like everybody was talking about Holly and everybody was talking about the RAs in general. Um, Cause I think everyone was really shocked all, both, both all three people from season three were back. And then also Paul was back. And the four of them, I think were like locked in as just a unit in people's minds right away. Um, so I think that did not help Holly's case. And I remember thinking Holly might be someone good to talk to, to like work with because people are going to be really focused on Holly. And I knew she was not going to be someone who's going to be able to go under the radar based on how people were talking about her right off the jump, whether it was, you know, uh, people like Madison and our tribe, they had the whole fake idol thing. And then I didn't know Jason, so I didn't know all this beef, but yeah, seeing that it was even more than I thought. Yeah, Holly's getting a lot of slander, but it looks like yeah. she's okay because she finds an idol. She does. Season three people really good at finding idols. Mm -hmm. So she finds it at the Amanda Kimmel building that you guys apparently have. What's this? Are you expecting someone from past seasons to show up or rep heroes and villains? Anyone that was not there that you thought would be there? I, think I thought Adam Sperling from season three would be there. He was on my um, list of people I kind of expected to see back. Um, May I was I was fifty. I thought, I thought Luca could possibly show up, but I thought Nate probably not. Um, and then nobody else from my season. There was no one else from season one who was still on <laughs> campus and willing to play. Yeah, I expected Adam to be there for sure. Um, I was surprised like Zach wasn't there too um, for my season. Yeah, I think there were some people I was like, oh, I wish they were there. And then I have to be like, what grade were they in? It's like, if they were senior, of course, they were not coming back. Yeah, I think that was the problem with season one, especially because I feel like all of our people who you'd expect to see back, I mean, all of our people, it's mostly Valentina, um, Julia and Colin were all gone at that point. So you just like, kind of lose all the people from season one. Yeah, because there was four season one players, seven yes. season two players and nine season three players. <laughs> yes, that was terrifying. Yeah, pretty even. Anti Holly. And then we get to learn more about Eli's advantage briefly. And 
hero or villain advantage. You can choose to protect someone to get small advantage or target someone to get a big advantage, which really shows the level of hero versus villain, which one is valued more. And Eli's like, we got to target Lindsay. Lindsay is the winner of your season. Oh, poor Lindsay. She's not even on this season and still getting targeted. So she really, he really means Lydia because winner. It's not like he has a winner on his own tribe. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much all of the, the hero talk. We now move on to the important stuff, the villain talk. And basically, past relationships are a common thing. We got Jake Paul and Owen with this film alliance. We have the five season three people. We have the three season two people. We have former alliances. Seems like a mess. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone, it seems like a common thing was a season three person has to go. We just don't know which one. And each one had their own target. We had Madison who effed up the challenge. Lydia, who's a winner. Kevin, his past, his past season. Gabby is a loose cannon, and Owen likes to control things. And we get to probably one of my personal funny things that happened. The constant back and forth confessionals between Lydia and Gabby. It's like, we have Gabby going off, and then Lydia just enters. Gabby's a freaking bitch. And they're both kind of accusing each other of the same thing. Lydia, since you're here, do you want to give us a little insight of what was going on with that stuff? Yeah, so in that vlog, if I'm remembering correctly, I was like specifically, because Madison was sending me screenshots of things Jack was telling her. So Jack was texting Madison about the things Gabby was telling him. And like I like I knew Gabby and Abby were like getting close and so on. So Madison was sending me those screenshots and I saw a screenshot of like I saw a screenshot of a screenshot that Jack had sent Madison telling like of Gabby telling Jack that I was throwing his name out specifically and that I wanted to target him. Um so it's mostly me just like complaining about like people putting like very specific words in my mouth. And like, I do think I was like going through like why each person on our tribe was like, I don't know, intense or whatever. Um, but I definitely wasn't, especially like I'd already been like kind of targeting Gabby at that point in time. I definitely wasn't like throwing Jack's name. Yeah, because, yeah, you're saying most of that's not a lot of people that are working together. If anything, I'd be more worried about the season two people, where they keep saying that they're working together. Because if you notice, every line that you guys kept listing off, you kept saying Jack, Abby, and Hannah. I was like, huh, so everyone from season two. Yeah. Not giving away any spoilers, but is that something you guys wished you realized a little earlier? Um... Watch next episode. <laughs> I, it's it's it, it comes up very shortly, but I think I think in the beginning it was just very intimidating for me to have the five season three players on our tribe when we're on a tribe of ten, and just knowing like if we don't take one of them out, they can literally just you know team up and dominate. And it was I don't know I was just so intimidating as, as somebody who was just I only had Paul, and I was like I want to trust Paul, but also can I trust Paul at all? I don't know. Um, stay tuned to find out if I can. 
And it was, you know, I think it was pretty quickly that I hopped on a call with Jack and Abby, maybe separately, I don't remember. Um, but the three of us just basically said, I would love season one and two just to get together through the first vote. Um, and that that's kind of what Hannah brought up in her one vlog where she was talking about, she's like, oh, Jake thinks he's in this alliance. That was, I think, what she meant. But it was... It was a lot of phone tag that week where just a lot of things were trying to get put straight. It, it's so hard to do so much right off the bat. And there was just a lot of conversations going on in that big tribe of 10 immediately, because I know Lydia and I both started on much smaller tribes on our first season. Yeah. Seven and eight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who You both have experience with going to the first tribal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now that you mentioned Hannah, who... We all know it's great. And who everyone has PTSD every time they find an idol. She, it seems like Hannah's there more for redemption. She's like, I don't want to be anything associated with season two, Hannah. I want to be loyal. And then you have Gabby, who's like the very opposite. It's like, I'm holding grudges. Fuck y'all who vote with me off. I'm targeting all of y'alls. She targets the one person who didn't write her name down. Okay. <laughs> or somebody who wasn't even involved in her tribal. So it's just very interesting how the villains work. So like you have some people there that are like, I want to redeem myself. And then you have people that are there. It's like, I remember what you did to me. <laughs> and so after all the targeting, it seems like the one, the two names are Lydia and Kevin. Everyone's still wishy-washy. And then the heroes come in to give people more reason to pull off Lydia with Eli giving Madison the villain advantage, saying that if she votes off Lydia, she'll get an advantage. And what is it with Madison and getting other people's advantages? Like, first she gets the jury advantage from last season, and now she gets this advantage. Can you guys elaborate? I I wish I knew. I didn't. I had no idea this thing was in play. I remember, you know, the advantage thing came out. I was at a supermarket. So I was like, okay, I don't have this. I hope but I was by myself. So I was very terrified. People would for some reason think I did have it. Um, but I just kind of assumed one of the heroes got it because I, I feel like we all had alibis. We're just like, I don't think anyone on this side has it. So I just kind of put it in the back of my mind. Um, Madison, I don't know. I don't know how she got it. Just I think Jason being there and wanting to work with Madison and the other tribe, it was just like for that specifically, just the wrong person at the wrong time. Um, and I think it's kind of tough to have an, uh, an advantage like that right off the bat because people are just going to revert to their previous relationships. Like you can't really, you know, go off of much. So I was never going to get that uh, advantage because the only people I knew on the other side were Cam and Kat. And I don't think either of them would have been dying to give that to me. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why she gets advantages, and I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Madison, the queen of getting other people's advantages. If only this, let's hope this one works out for her. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder what it is, because it's supposed to be a lot better than whatever the hero advantage would be. Um, I believe... You will find out next episode. I believe she gets it next episode. I know what it is, but I, I, I can never tell. <laughs> yeah, if we want to know, we'll just have to watch next episode. That's right. Tune in, tune in 7 p.m. <laughs> so after all that, it's still up in the air on who goes home. We end on that advantage, and then it cuts to tribal, and sad moment happened where Lydia, you get floated off, unfortunately. Uh, 
is there anything you think you could have done different not win your season maybe yeah I feel like that's about it um I mean like I could have been more like I think I could have been like a little less intense than I was which like it would have been very difficult considering the kind of person I am and how recently the previous season had happened um I think even like if the season had taken place after season three was aired, I think things could have been different too, but I'm also not convinced like anything, like I could have done anything different or even if I did things differently that it would have changed the outcome. Um, Cause like throughout the whole week, not everybody, but a lot of people were coming across as like very cold towards me and inauthentic. Um, like they didn't want to give me a chance because it was just like the easy thing to do where they were like so afraid that they like refused to acknowledge that like the way I was talking to them was because I was like genuine about trying to get to know them or like work with like work with them. So I I really think like not winning might've been like the only thing that would have kept me in. Yeah. Well, even though you're the first lose, 19 of these people can, can't say that they won. I mean, 18. Why did you have to play such a good game the first time? Uh, Jake, since you're here, what, for you, what was the ultimate reason for rolling off Lydia? Was it simply because she won? Or is it more than just that? Um, well, I was very, very anti that whole... Because people, I remember I had a conversation with Paul the first day. He's like, oh, we could just get rid of Lydia because she won. And I didn't care about that. For me, it was a clean slate. This was a new season. I didn't want Lydia to go because I knew Lydia and I, we had a conversation on day one about working together. And I was very serious about that. And then just kind of this fell apart. Um, and it, I, I would have loved to have fought harder for Lydia specifically. But it was, for me, a situation week one where I wanted to come in and just go with the flow and play a more social game. Um, and I, I mentioned that in the one vlog I had this week where it's just like, there's people who want it, who everyone on this season said, oh, I don't want to be the one calling the shots. That's bullshit. Half the people on the villains need to be in charge at all times. I'm not one of those people. I was just like, I see the people who want to have power. Those people are Owen and Jack. <laughs> I'm going to give power to them, let them do their thing and just kind of go with the flow. Um, there was a lot of discussion about Kevin going home, which I wasn't super thrilled about because I, I like Kevin a lot. And it just kind of was a shitty situation that first week. Um, I felt better about my, my strategic conversations with Lydia, so I would have liked to keep her over Kevin. Um, but eventually everybody just kind of flipped away from that. And it was it was just too early in the game for me to try to tell Mary for Lydia, unfortunately. Yeah, I know I was definitely upset. Well, I was upset that the villains lost, so I knew I wouldn't, I'd be losing somebody I'd be rooting for. And then when it was Lydia, I was like, no! Yeah. <laughs> Why did she have to get the shame have edit? <laughs> Well, you guys broke the heels. Oh, what are you saying? No, I, I, I'm curious. I was hoping Madison could shed light because I don't know at what point it flipped specifically because I know there was talks about Kevin and then that kind of went away. I'm just curious to know how much was based on that advantage and if that was the turning point because I, I truly have no idea. For me, at my perspective, I didn't know about any of it. At some point, people just, you know, kind of solidified around it. So I don't know if that was just the nail on the coffin or if things were already going that way. I, I have no idea. It's my understanding from what she's told me that it was just like a couple days, maybe like two days before um, Tribal that she like, in my opinion, made the mistake of telling Jack about it. Um, mm -hmm. And again, like if I'm like it was a while ago, but if I am remembering correctly, that's also when like people stopped 
people stopped talking to me around that point in time too. They like all of a sudden, like it was like radio silence from everybody. Um, even people who like I had initially trusted and like after watching weren't like lying to me at first, but like Jake didn't talk to me anymore and Kevin didn't talk to me and Owen didn't talk to me. Madison was the only person who still talked to me. Um, like about two days before tribal. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, you guys had like a full week. People, I don't which is more terrifying short days until tribal or a long day till tribal. It depends on where you're at in the game. I think, I think later in the game, once alliances are more solidified, having more time is way scarier but early on when things are in such flux and you're still trying to figure out where alliances are, you need the time to kind of figure out who's with who. So I think early in the game, it's definitely scary to have short tribals. Um, and then later in the game, it's much more terrifying to have long tribals. Yeah, for me, I like I like a nice medium amount of time for either one. Um, although like late in the game, I do think Jake is right. Like the faster it goes, if you're in like, if you're in the alliance with the majority and the faster it is, the better because the less time people have to just like form regular connections and build trust, even consider voting with each other anyways. Um, but even early on, I don't like a super long amount of time either. Um, just because I don't, yeah, I don't I don't like a long time. It's too much. It's it's stressful, um, especially because I spend a lot of time when I'm like playing, talking to everybody um, and just trying to like for not even about the game, just trying to like get people to be my friend and so on. It is, it's a lot of work and it's exhausting to have to do that with like the same people for like a week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can I done a few orbs and I prefer when it's shorter, mainly because I'm very impatient. Like I'm the type of person where it's like you have 24 hours to vote and I send my vote like right away because it's like my mind's probably not gonna be changed. Yeah, I also wanna add that I think another reason I prefer the short amount of time is because I like I said, like I'm I'm a pretty intense person. Like I I like make decisions quickly and I just like go with it. So when there's the shorter amount of time, I feel like it forces everyone else to play as fast as I want to, um, as opposed to like me having to slow down for like the speed I should be playing for the amount of time we have. To me, there's no right thing in Survivor. It's all about, it's all opinions. I meant to ask this earlier, uh, when back when we were talking about the idols. Now you both have experience with finding idols. Why is that like in a college setting? It's, you look like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. I mean, it's, it's, they, you get the clue at a certain amount of time and then it's just usually a scramble. So I've had many, you know, late night runs to campus to try to find an idol. Um, it's a lot of just looking in bushes and you can't really look without a clue. Um, because the campus is just too big, you'd be, you know, looking for absolutely nothing. Um, so it's a lot of trying to look at uh, like landmarks and stuff like that. And as I think my season, season one went along, I kind of start, started to understand a little more where they might be hidden. Like they're always going to be near a landmark. They're not just going to be randomly on the ground somewhere. So look near that and uh, try not to look too crazy because I, 
the first idol I found in season one, I was I was wearing a full suit. I had just come from a business professional meeting and I was stabbing under rocks with a stick and there were just people in the park who were looking at me like I was absolutely insane. So just prepare to look like that. Uh, people are going to ask you, what are you doing? You say, I'm on a scavenger hunt is what I usually said. <laughs> yeah um our like campus police like asked me what i was doing one time i was like going through rocks and i was like uh it's for this club and then i like had to explain like what was going on that i wasn't like doing something i wasn't supposed to be doing um and like jake's right about like the late nights like just like crawling under like in the in the, like the garden and whatever like on campus literally looking like a crazy person um and also, it's almost like better though to be looking at, like it's so suspicious to be doing that at, like to be to be doing that at night, like turning over these rocks and everything. But in the daytime, it's also really scary because even if you don't see like the campus is so big, there's so many people who go to Syracuse, especially, but also it's small enough and there's enough organizations that people like everyone knows somebody. So you're like looking and if you find it and then someone who's not even in the org, like sees you when they like think it's funny or like weird or it reminds them of their friend who's also in the org what if they like say something and then someone else like on your tribe or whatever finds out that you were looking for the idol or or anything like that it's really scary yeah i was about to ask if either of you attempt to look for your tribe's idol but you saying how it's like impossible to find a clue i doubt either of you's tried I, I didn't look. It was, there was snow on the ground. I was like, I'm not looking without a clue. <laughs> no, no, not really. I mean, like, I, I never, like, went out explicitly looking for it. Maybe if I was, like, walking around and there happened to be, like, a pile of rocks that I was walking by anyways, I might, like, kick through it just in case. But I definitely did not go looking for it. Yeah, the one thing, well, many things impressed me about College Survivor, but the fact that you guys be up at like two in the morning, running around at night trying to find these idols for who knows how long in who knows what weather, like this season you guys were in the winter semester, so that probably made it a lot more difficult to hunt for idols in snow. Just bravo to you lot for even attempting. Yeah, it was it was interesting playing. I know Lydia was in the same boat where like both of us played in the fall. So it was there was no snow on the ground. So having challenges in the snow was a whole new thing. And when I was watching with my dad, he, he was like, are you freezing cold? I was like, I could not feel my feet during Lydia's tribal. I just it was so cold. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for the production crew that just have to stand there. Like you're one who holds the basket that has the votes and just standing there. <laughs> frozen solid while Luke slowly reads out each vote. Mm. I wish they brought back the giant paper from the very first tribal. Yeah, that to Cam out. We'll see. Maybe if Cam gets voted out again, they'll use the big paper for her. Yeah, it's canon now. She has to be voted off with just giant pieces of paper. Yes. So, unfortunately, Lydia, you were the first boot. Uh, what was your tie? Your short time on the season, what was that like playing again? Um, it was fun playing again. Like, it's just, I don't know, like, it's an exciting experience that you don't really get outside of Survivor, I guess. I don't know where you would or like other, you know, like similar orgs and everything. Um, but I mean, it was it was short, but still fun. And I still like became close with a lot of the cast members, like regardless of getting voted out really early. So 
any final words you want to say to the people who voted you off? Nope. Nope. I'm sure they've heard most of them. Anyone who needed to hear them probably did by now. Yeah. So I think that kind of wraps up everything, unless there's anything else you two want to talk about that I probably forgot. I don't think so. There was there's a lot going on in season in the first week. <laughs> it was it was a crazy week, and it's hard to put that in one episode. Um, but it's 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 just gonna keep going. So this this should be a really fun season. Yeah, can't wait. It's even mimicking the very first the original Heroes versus Villains with a nine one vote off. Mm. Although this is the first Heroes versus Villains I watched where a villain went home first, so that was sad. <laughs> Darn. So thank you two again very much for joining me at this time. And thank everybody for watching. If you want to see more Survivor Syracuse, go find the YouTube channel. If you want to watch more live reality games, join the Facebook group, subscribe to the YouTube channel, join the Survivor Reddit Discord. There's a Survivor Syracuse chat where I know Jake's in it. I think Lydia, you might be in it. I, we talk yeah. <laughs> we talk everything, Survivor Syracuse, what we wish happened, what didn't happen. We get some inside scoops and we will see you hopefully next time. Bye guys.